Welcome to this week's Livy's Corner, y'all. I okay, so this is the time of year where you know, like I said in an earlier episode, you know, there's just blockbusters coming out. They, you know, Hollywood just done made all these movies throughout, you know, the winter and like fall, winter, you know, edited in the spring and now they're releasing. So they can just make their bank, right? And I was thinking there was not going to be any tea. Well, there is tea between John Boyega and Netflix. And then there is some highly anticipated tea from the land of good omens. And then, you know, the blockbuster that kicked it off really for Hollywood, to be very honest. It's A Quiet Place, and yes, I have that review, A Quiet Place Part 2. I have that review for you. And then Loki, finally, in Episode 4, has arrived. Yes, I'll get into that later on in the episode as well. I hope you are well. Let's get on into this. Oh, st- I well hold up st- hold the phone stop the presses <laughs> my pick for best TV show of 2019 okay so pre-covid PC P panoramic PP whatever was the amazing Good Omens, okay? Starring David Tennant as Crowley, a demon, and Michael Sheen as Aziraphale, an angel. And how the two have been BFFs for millenniums. Millenniums, just millenniums. And how they try and thwart the end of the world okay so Armageddon y'all I love both of these actors okay but I'll be honest I love Michael Sheen a tad bit more because I know him a bit more he's a damn fool and he cracks me up but then he you know so I, I get I get the feelings David Tennant, on the other hand, can play a creep for real, for real. And I'm currently watching Deaths. Um, It's a BBC show about this serial killer that David is portraying. So he he has no problem playing a booty hoe. <laughs> and a rascal. And that's what I loved about the show. It was just like their interactions were so good and it just sold the whole thing. Now Good Omens was actually written um by um Neil Gaiman and who you might know does American Gods. He wrote that. Um I Listen, I tried with American Gods and I got so mad and I just had to stop watching it. I was so mad. So I won't get into that. This is not about American Gods, but he um, he's a really good writer. 
very descriptive and out there. Um, so yeah, so the thing about season one, and this is the reason why it was a, I said it was a limited series, as did everybody else, was that it's only one book, and it was co-written. Um, it was it was um, Neil Gaiman and oh the name is is escaping me, but there's only one book, and so they covered everything in that first season or that initial limited series. Well, Sister Christian, all the time has come. Listen, news just dropped from the Hollywood Reporter that they are doing a season two. Hold the phone. So I'm like, oh my God, right? And I'm like, is this the first time that's happened? Like that, you know, the original was done and then they do a follow-up movie or something, you know, in this case, a series to where they're extending the universe. Like, in that format? Come on. I'm so excited. I can guarantee that my neighbors is like, this girl is, I don't know what's going on because I'm just all over the place, right? But I literally did a dance and I sang and I screamed. I was so happy to see this happening. Um, not sure who all else is returning from the original um but michael and uh david are returning as you know their respective peeps um the the original cast was steeped was steeped with folks so we'll see who comes back child i know they need some more uh people of color that's all i will say more of that more of that. We want more of that because we need more of that. Um, I didn't know that Frances McDermott um, played God, but she did. So there's that. Hello. I'm so excited. I girl, ooh, girl, boy, listen, I was so excited. I'm still excited. Oh my goodness. I had to hop on and give this little tidbit, little, little update. But yeah, this was my original, like, number one pick for best show in 2019. And I remember, like, talking with folks. I was like, are they going to do a second season? And they was like, this was a limited season. And, you know, just giving all these, you know, whatever people had said. And I was like, all right, but, yo, they need to do a second season because this show was fly. So, yeah, it's like Miranda Richardson was in it. Just everybody, mom was in this. It was so good. If you have not watched it, it is streaming on Amazon. Um, and if you're a member of Amazon Prime, you can watch it for free. So definitely check that out. You can also buy it, you know, through Google Play and Apple and things like that. But definitely check that out. Um, filming is not going to start until the end of this year. So that means like they have a very good hold on the script. And then second season will be dropping on Amazon sometime in the future. So, so excited. Oh, this day is perfect. Oh my gosh. Yes, yes, yes. 
many of y'all is watching Loki? <laughs> I just need a show of hands. How many of y'all is watching Loki? Okay. Um, if you are living under a rock, you is cool. You know, you ain't you ain't sweltering in this heat out y'all. But you also are missing out on all of the shenanigans that Marvel and Disney are all of the mischief. So Loki is the spinoff series featuring Loki. And um, I'm not getting into any spoilers. Just it's about time jumping and, and loops and <sighs> listen. The first, we're, okay, this week was episode four, okay? Um, I think there's six episodes. Um, the first three, I'm going to be very honest, I was literally scraping by to get through, okay? So much exposition so much talking there were a couple funny bits there was a couple funny bits there was one where I just laughed full out okay because Tom Hiddleston is hilarious he is a really good actor <laughs> he really is but um the pacing of those three episodes were so oh my god slow alright and then last week's episode, it was visually stunning, okay? I'm not going into anything. I'm just saying it was visually stunning, okay? Need to watch it. And then, but this episode, I was, finally, that was, that was my, my one word response and review to this whole series. Finally, here we go. Okay, and not because of the action, because action was already there. All right, but everything finally came together in episode four. Only Marvel can get away with this. I'm gonna be very honest. If this was some other show on some other platform, it wouldn't have worked. People would have tuned out first episode, probably first 15 minutes of the episode one. Okay. But because Marvel is Marvel and they've built this huge fan base, we're going to watch it, right? I, that was me. I was like, I'm going to keep watching this, but I'm just not going to be excited about this at all. And then episode four happened. And I was... There was some stuff going on in this one, in this episode, honey, where I just clutched my chest and went, oh my God, I am offended that this just happened. How dare you, the audacity to be this good. I just can't, that was me. That was me. And I'm like, it's going to be, I, I, I don't know. The only thing I will say, I will leave, you know, 
the spoilers for when I review the series. Um, I didn't review Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, there's a reason why. Um, there's a reason why. I love that show. Oh my God. Um, but then, um, you know, but I did review WandaVision. So I, I definitely will be reviewing this one um, as a series wrap, you know. Um, but this is kind of, A, this is kind of like a warning to my listeners that I will be doing that. Um, I think a lot of you already know that that's what I end up doing anyway. But then it's also like, uh, I'm going to be getting into, into some spoilers. So don't be shocked when you get to that series review and there's spoilers. Okay. Like, oh my goodness. Yeah, girl, I, listen, I'm not going to get into it all. But yeah, I've had to have some conversations with folks. I'm like, look. Not only is this my job to review things and to be on top of things, like if you don't go somewhere with <laughs> like I've had to have these conversations privately. <sighs> oh my goodness. But yes, so and then B um if you haven't watched the show, just know the first three episodes are so slow baby like the only reason I was really able to get through them like I watched them but watching like black nerd comedy has helped tremendously in getting through that first half of the season because honey I was like don't y'all ever do this again I don't know who said this was okay who wrote <laughs> who wrote them checks and was like, all right, we can cover this. This slow ass storyline with horrible pacing issues. Horrible. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. So, but yes, I just wanted to check in, do a Loki check-in, Marvel check-in, see how y'all, how y'all doing. All right. <laughs> if you're watching it, if you're not watching it, just know either way, I will be reviewing it once it wraps and <laughs> going from there. But yeah, this episode had me clutching my pearls. I can't, I cannot. That does not happen. That does not happen. Usually I'm just like, okay, that's cool. I'm right. Bye bye. Like, I'm. <laughs> But I was clutching pearls and like all my pearls. I said, whoa, did they? And I did it twice. Like I was like, oh, y'all is tripping. Y'all is tripping. Ridiculous. Straight ridiculous. And then there were times where I was like so emotional. I was like, oh, okay, okay. Here we go. Finally. And what this I will say, Loki does is bring in this whole multiverse like really puts it to the forefront okay so you know I know that in WandaVision it was sort of there and then you know the end credit scene which has changed by the way and I need to go back and watch it because they've changed it I said see this is the this is the foolery that I'm used to from Marvel. Yeah, Marvel is they 
they are so disrespectful, okay? Oh, but anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it was there at the very end, like that end credit scene, the original, that there was a multiverse. You know what I mean? And now Loki's really about that life like what is going on with all these different timelines and you know things like that like all of this comes into play and you know this also is an extension of um you know in game that I will not <laughs> anyway it, it, where they did the timeline jumps and all the things of that of that nature so that's my little Loki check in <laughs> and you know, um, heads up that I will be talking about this in depth <laughs> in like a few weeks or so. Okay. So yes. Mm. Clutching my pearls. My goodness. Drum roll, please. Everyone's, everyone's. It has finally happened. Livy's Corner is now available on Apple Podcasts. Yes! <laughs> you can also catch me and my shenanigans on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Breaker. Just type in Livy's Corner and you're on your way. I am so excited. So excited. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I was sitting, chilling, you know, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's hot out here, but I have a nice, you know, you know, nice area. It's all cool and things like that. So I'm really excited about that. And I'm like drinking my Kool-Aid, you know, getting my dinner ready for, you know, <laughs> the night's festivities. And I check <laughs> the playlist. And A Quiet Place 2 got added. I said, hallelujah. Look, I... (laughs) This is not an ordinary film franchise. It's not. Because, you know, I'm going to say about seven to eight times out of ten, the sequel either does not match up to the original or it's 30,000 times better than the original because the original was trash that's not the case here with A Quiet Place at all at all okay so first off this film was released um you know, in the theaters, I want to say about a month or so ago, and it has made 
um, $250 million. So at the box office. So that is amazing. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a bona fide hit, even if, you know, there's still restrictions in places and things like that. So the film's a hit. Um, just was released um, for video on demand. So listen, I, I don't know which film is better. I think both films are great. Um, this one just, whoa. So we have more characters, you know, of course, that's going to happen with any sequel. They got to bring, especially the fact that we lost um, a predominant member in the first uh, quiet place. Um, so, um, I'm not giving heavy spoilers, just soft spoilers here. It starts off with, you know, you know, attending a, a local baseball game or the aliens came. And, girl, like we sitting there, you know, everybody sitting there, you know, we watching them, you know, chilling and grilling and doing all the things. And then next thing you know, like crash goes whatever I'm assuming they ship and then uh these these aliens you know them they just they just start messing people up and stuff so and then it fast forwards to you know um the ending of the quiet place part one where um Emily Blunt's character um Evelyn you know, and daughter, you know, sidekick, Regan, um, they done, they done got it, they done took care of business, right? So the family, um, goes out to find, um, you know, another survivor. They find this person who is played by Cillian Murphy. He plays Emmett. Listen, listen, Linda. Cillian Murphy is one of the most underrated actors. And we, listen, we all know how Hollywood is. All right. I was just watching a documentary about um, Monica um, Buccelli and how she was like, <laughs> I ain't doing no American film. Get out of here. Like, Hollywood is like, oh my God, it's too much. So, we know <laughs> how Hollywood is. And if you don't play that game, you know, you, you, you just don't get that recognition. You know what I mean? So, Cillian is one of those actors. Like, he... He is an amazing actor. I've been watching him, oh man, since like 2004, five. Um, and it was all because of my sister who just has this penchant for finding great actors, okay? Like she is amazing. She's like, oh, he's the bomb. And then I'd watch something and then be like, yeah, he the bomb. So, 
um, just watching him grow. He's also on Peaky Blinders. Um, for me, though, um, he will always be um uh, my favorite character my and one of my favorite movies is um breakfast on pluto oh please check that out oh my gosh he's so good in that but he's in here and it listen i i don't know how they struck gold twice i think they just kept it simple like they kept it simple they kept the writing team um and they they did a damn thing um john krasinski is directing and also co-wrote this um as he did the first part and it's just bomb like i said i don't want to give too much away um you know it's all about trying to find a way the premise of the film is trying to find a way to get the upper hand of this you know invasion situation you know so oh my goodness i love the cinematography there was a couple times where you know the sound effects are of course going to be amazing michael bay also helped produce the film so you know they got the money they got the money to do the things um like i said the cinematography was amazing Oh, and just how things were set and the set pieces and just oh it was just so damn good and it was just like oh my goodness um but again I'm not trying to give anything away the movie's only like an hour and 37 minutes so me going into too much is going to be giving away too much what I will say is definitely 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 watch this movie if you got the opportunity you know get you some popcorn it's definitely it's a popcorn movie definitely a popcorn you know your favorite beverage it's so good <laughs> i would give this a complete 4.8 snaps out of five um i'm and let me let me let me say this not noah Duke that plays marcus a little you know a little brother I need people to put some respect on his name. Because this young sir can act. And, and, you know, he was in The Undoing. You know, he was in Honey Boy. Um, he was in Wonder. Look, the, the young sir can act. And also, and here's who else don't do the Hollywood game. Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. Can we just say, where, where her award nominations at? Where all her stuff at? Because she need them. Like, I'm like, why? Because she don't play that game neither. But she out here making these, making these bops. Every time you turn around, some she in done bopped. So, I don't, I'm like, y'all, all right. Mm, please watch this movie. It is so good. Oh, I had fun. I have fun. Yeah, it's a solid 4.8. Solid. Like I said, the only there was just some parts that I was just like, okay. You know what I mean? But that's alright. That's alright. It still was amazing. 
It is currently um, playing in theaters, but it is also on video on demand on pretty much every streaming service where you want to flip over them coins. So yes, definitely check it out. So news just broke. Um, well, I'm just finding out about this. Um, news broke Tuesday morning from the Hollywood Reporter that John Boyega left the set of his Netflix production, um, Rebel Ridge. And... Netflix is citing family issues. Um, <laughs> but a source close to the production and close to the you know situation. Um, this is all coming from the Hollywood Foreign Press, as well as giving a shout out to um, fellow um, podcaster and vlogger. Just my opinion reviews. He does a really good job as well um, of breaking this down um, further because <laughs> I'm just I'm just going to hit on it. Um, <clears throat> but sort of, you know, a source, quote unquote, close to the production um, said that after the walk off happened, they went to check on him because the following day, you know, people show up to film and he's not there and he is the lead. Um, so they go and check on him and he had checked out of his hotel room. So the production is disbanded, you know. Um, people were let go, um, you know, crew members and things like that were let go and, um, they are going to, well, it looks like they're going to start refilming and reshooting and resuming everything next year. They're trying to find another lead for this film for Rebel Ridge. Um... I'm not sure what happened. Um, you know, there's floatings of he didn't like the script and he didn't like his accommodations. And, <clears throat> and I'm just like, OMG. John, if this is if this is going on, OK, because, again, we're not even flies on the wall. You know what I'm saying? We being us journalists and things like that we're not even flies on the wall we are people looking into a room through glass so we're not hearing everything and nor are we not seeing everything that happened however and this isn't the first time this has happened okay people have walked off sets before but those was like legends <laughs> those was like Marlon Brando's and like you know, Paul Newman's, Robert Redford, you know, things, oh, 
those type of people. But we, I've never really heard of a black actor doing it. Um, so that's my first point. Like, I have no knowledge of that. Not that it never happened. I'm sure it did. It just wasn't publicized. And these careers were ended abruptly. And that was that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, my second point is this film was being produced under the Netflix umbrella. Um, and this is not, there has been a lot of rumblings about Netflix being unfair, um, especially in, in, in the treatment of staff, uh, scripts writers as well as performers um selena the selena series um the you know main writers came out and was like they were hugely disrespectful to the story to us to the actors so when this story hits and it's sounding like the same thing Dream, um, Netflix, y'all need to get it together. Y'all need to y'all need to fix that because once you know it's like okay, something happening once it's like well that could be an anomaly, but then something happening now it's public that it's twice that this has happened in the matter of like two months. There's a problem, okay? There's a problem, and um. You know, some people are like, you know, this will end his career and blah, 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 blah. It may or may not. I I seriously doubt that it will. Um, He has built his quote unquote brand off of not being disrespected. Okay. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I had to pull it. I had to pull him off my white girl voice absolutely not um <laughs> but but um so i'm not picking sides here um i know what it's like to you know try and figure things out and try to work things out you know, at a job, oh my God, I've, I've been there. And then it like just tanks and you just got to walk away for your spiritual health, <laughs> for your mental health. You just got to walk away. But I've also been on the other side and I'm just like, y'all couldn't work this out. You know what I mean? And I, from what I'm seeing, the um, you know, the president of global filming, filming for Netflix, you know, and, and co, uh, the CFO, they were trying to, you know, get in touch with him and figure it out. It didn't work out. Um, and this happened earlier in June. Like this wasn't just yesterday or like last week, this happened early in the month. So they've been trying to get him back ever since. And, it didn't work out. <laughs> um, excuse me. And my third point is, does this put into jeopardy 
his entire dealings with Netflix because I think it was about a year ago or two years ago he had signed a um, a mega deal with them and um, the show Blood and Water is from that dealing or from that that deal and I'm wondering I'm like does that affect the deal does it affect the show like these this is this is kind of a big deal and so I'm hoping that they can work things out outside of Rebel Ridge um <clears throat> I'm hoping that is the case um so that these great shows or great content can keep coming out because you know what I liked about Blood and Water was that it was it was definitely a show where I was getting to see other black people in like situations you know what I mean um or is it blood and bone? I think it's blood and bone. My goodness. It was, it's been a year. And what a year it's been. Um, <laughs> but yes, I'm wondering about that. Like, that was that was my concern. Like, I was like, okay, so what happens with the show? What happens with this? You know, what what what, what what's happening? You know what I mean? Um, because what he was able to do was just open up the, you know, other side of the pond, so to speak, for us to really look at things and enjoy the content like you know I was just like oh man so hearing about this I'm just like does this jeopardize everything I don't know does this jeopardize his career period I seriously doubt it we're in different times now and like I said his brand is is always about not being disrespected um ooh that's a lot that's a lot to take in like I was like what is this? Why? Netflix fix it. <laughs> and I didn't think I would say that. Not this soon in the game of them like, you know, taking over and things like that. Um, mm-mm, fix it. That's some BS. Like, you have to fix that. Um, I, I'm like, who was producing it? Who was interacting with this person on a daily basis? Like, this is not good. Whoever that was needs to be replaced. Period. Period. I am not for people losing their jobs. Like crew members and things. But if somebody was involved and just being a dick. Fix it. Replace. Replace. Give, you know, people out here. <laughs> I know plenty. Okay. Who would actually do an amazing job in in that role come on now producers come on but again you know you know how it is and i'm like ah netflix we ain't doing that that's not what we not gonna do so fix it hello and goodbye, I guess. <laughs> this is me doing the peace out section of Livy's Corner for this good week. 
that we were in. Yes, Loki finally has arrived, child, because it was it was not looking good. It was not looking good. Speaking of good, Good Omens is coming back for season two. And for the naysayers out there that was like, no, it can't be no season two because of Becky, 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 bam. I know how to read a good story. I know how to read a good story. And something was like, it's going to be a season two. Yes, it took, what, two, well, it'll be three years probably by the time we get to see this thing. But nevertheless, I am very, very excited about season two. And then A Quiet Place. (sighs) Wow. Good Kudos to everybody. And lastly, John Boyega and Netflix. I, I, I have no idea. I'm sure we'll hear something here shortly. And of course, I will be sharing it. But that is a mess. And it's not a good mess on either side. But we shall see what happens. Um... Let just you know, let that be a lesson kind of of treat your people cool or they just gonna walk off the set or walk off the job. I mean that's where people is at. Like mentally people are just not there to be mistreated in any type of way. So let that be a lesson to all parties. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. So yes, so that is it for this week. I will see you next week. And, you know, kiki and laugh and bring you the tea, so to speak. Uh, have a great weekend. I will see you later. Peace out.